Hey, good afternoon. How you guys doing? Gabe DeArmond here. You are live with us uh, on the PowerMizzou.com, I don't know, preseason football show. We have no uh, name for this show yet. If you'd like to suggest one, we'll certainly take uh, take comments. Uh, feel free. Let's start off there. If you've got ideas for what we should call this show this year, uh, throw it in the comments. We'll, uh, we'll take your suggestions into account. And who knows, maybe we'll, we'll use one. In exchange, you will get... Um, Absolutely nothing. I might use your name and and say you named the show, but I will not pay you. Um, I will not give you a free membership. I don't know. I've got some stuff laying around. Maybe I'll give you a powermazoo.com coffee mug or something like that. So uh, if you've got names for the show, throw them in the comments and, and we'll see uh, where we're at. Um, we're mostly going to talk about what you guys want to talk about. So I'm going to be very reliant on you guys uh, making sure to throw some comments in the comment section, some questions, whatever you guys want to do. We have not been at fall camp since Sunday morning. I guess we were there tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock. There will be another open period. So we'll be there for, you know, 25, 30 minutes after practice tomorrow. We will talk to, uh, talk to Eli Drinkwitz and some of the players. We talked to defensive coordinator Blake Baker on Sunday. We've had camp stories every day. Today's is um, about the linebacker position, which we'll just start there. I, I think offensively, we all know it's quarterback, right? Quarterback is, is the most important position on the field. It's the biggest question mark for Missouri, all that. But defensively, and I think you can argue that the defense probably needs to make a bigger improvement than the offense for Missouri. I think defensively, the spot's linebacker. I, I know people are going to point to defensive line, and and I'm not saying the defensive line was great last year, but Isaiah McGuire was really good. Trajan Jeffcoat has shown flashes. Both those guys are back. Secondary, you know, I think the secondary is just a little bit more reliant on the other pieces. I mean, I think you can get away with an average, maybe even below average secondary if your front seven is really good. Um, so I, I think the spot is linebacker. And um, I, I wrote a story today on that, and I was stunned in going back and looking at the stats. I've minimized a little bit Missouri's defensive improvement in the second half of the season, but it was real. I mean, the numbers were so much better in the last six games than they were in the first seven. And if you go first five, last five, the difference is even more stunning because what that does is take out a 258-yard rushing performance by Vanderbilt, which I think they got 75 or 80 yards on, on one play. But if you go first five games, last five games, Missouri's run defense alone improved by like 150, 160 yards a game, I think. Um, and that coincided with Chad Bailey seeing the field. First five weeks of the season, Chad Bailey played 60 snaps total. Last five weeks of the season, which include the bowl game, Chad Bailey averaged 60 snaps per game. Um, those came at the expense of Devin Nicholson, who basically the numbers were reversed in the first five games. You know, he was playing almost every down in the last five games. He had something like 56 snaps combined. So when that happened, when Blaze Aldridge started playing better, the linebacking core got better. The defense got better. Now this year, Bailey should start. Tyron Hopper is playing the spot that Blaze Aldridge was playing last year and I think should be an upgrade. The key, the question mark, the key really for me then is the depth. It, does Nicholson you know, bounce back and play a little bit more. Is Chuck Hicks, who transferred from Wyoming and only played 14 snaps last year, is he a factor? Damian Wilson, Zach Lovett, redshirt freshman, Carmica Glass, uh, Xavier Simmons, uh, 
true freshmen. So those are all guys um, that you need to uh, look out for as we go to camp. Um, all right, some comments on the presentation, wide am angle camera lens versus ordering a medium-sized banner. So funny story. This used to be a large banner. It would stretch across the whole room. It would back me up. Uh, but when we started doing live shows two years ago, what I actually did is cut it in half and give half of it to Mitchell Forty. Um, that half is now floating around somewhere out in Portland, Oregon. But like, look, I'm not trying to fool anybody into thinking I'm in a professional broadcast studio. There's a room behind me. You can see a doorknob. It's fine. It doesn't bother me if it bothers you guys that, you know. That's all right. But also, once we get into the real shows, the recruiting show with Sean Williams, the football show with Gerard Hamilton, there's, there's going to be two people on this screen. I'm going to be taking up half as much space. So don't worry. We'll, uh, you know, you might not see my bare wall behind me. And, and you know what? You might. And if you do, guess what? I live in a house that has walls. That's OK. Um, so, uh, again, do, do want to tell you guys we'll take we'll take. Uh, we'll take show suggestion names uh, from you throughout the show. Um, but we'll start with with some of your all's questions. Uh, Duncan Robbins wants to know thoughts on Antoine Hayden. He is a linebacker out of East St. Louis who Missouri offered a couple weeks ago. I believe he's committed to Illinois. Uh, but the Missouri offer is, I think Hayden's thinking about it. We have not talked directly. Hey, that's not true. Sean Williams talked to him. Um, but I think a visit will probably happen. Um, I think, you know, a flip from Illinois is certainly something to be aware of. I, I'm not guaranteeing it's going to happen. I just think it's it's something that could happen. So keep an eye on Antoine Hayden, Missouri, is poised to pick up a linebacker commit. Um, Eli Drinkwitz tweeted out the bat signal on Friday night, linebacker Brayshawn Littlejohn out of South Carolina, who visited just a couple weeks ago, tweeted yesterday that he will make a public commitment on Saturday the 13th. We certainly like where Missouri stands there. So if they got Little John and Antoine Hayden, I think they might be done at linebacker for this class, to be quite honest. We saw Dixon Agu, a kid who also visited a couple weeks ago. He committed to Tulane yesterday. What that tells me, knowing a little bit about how recruiting works, is that Missouri wasn't quite ready to take a commitment from him. He knew he had a spot at Tulane, so he jumped on that, which is the smart thing to do. Look, if you're not one of these top 20, top 100 kids, probably, um, you might not have a spot everywhere. So when you know you've got a spot at a program you like with a coach you like, go ahead and take it. And hey, if if something happens down the road in Missouri or LSU or whoever calls and you want to switch, you can switch. Like you might take some heat from it on for it on social media, but that's the way it goes. Um, all right. Zach wants to know how many drinkwits slash opposing coach beefs this year over under at 1.5. So the only one really that I know of last year was Dan Mullen. I, if I'm missing one, you guys can tell me like he'll take a shot here and there, but, but nothing big. Um, I think there was obviously a Dan Mullen beef. That was a personal thing um, from the fight two years ago in Gainesville. But if we're talking 1.5, I mean, I'll go under that. I, I think it, like Eli's, he, he likes the snark and, and I appreciate that. I approve of it. He's not capable of turning it off, but I don't think he's just going to go picking fights. Um, and most other coaches try to avoid it. I, I mean, let's, you know, how can you have a beef with Sam Pittman? Like, I don't know. He seems like a pretty decent guy. I don't think you're going to have a public fight with him. You're not picking on Kirby smart. 
Um, I would advise against picking on Josh Heupel in Tennessee at this point. They've had the better of that matchup. I don't think anybody hates Mark Stoops. Um, you know, so we're just going through the schedule here. I mean, I guess he could fight with Brian Harson, but he used to work for Brian Harson. And uh, the the one thing about the Mullen deal I didn't love is you're kind of kicking dirt on a, a guy's grave right after he lost his job. And Brian Harson, he coaching for his life this year. Um, I saw our friend Pocket Watches here. He knows a little bit about that, but I, I don't know that Brian Harson needs anyone else going after him. Uh, non conference, you know, I, I don't think you're fighting with Chris Kleeman uh, or Kleiman. Uh, who else? That, that, you're not fighting with who with Rhett Lashley. No, he's an SMU. I don't even know who the Louisiana Tech coach is. Sonny Cumbie, I think. You're not fighting with him. Uh, you're not fighting with Abilene Christian or New Mexico State. So, you know, uh, maybe one, um, but no more than one, I don't think. Um, let's see. Uh, Jackson Meyer says, I like what I see from Tavoris Jones in camp or her. Do you think he gets good playing time? I, I think he could. Um, you know, I, I think Nate Pete's going to play. Um, I think B.J. Harrison and Elijah Young probably get some carries. So what you're really talking about is a fourth back. And I think what you've got to evaluate at some point is, is it worth burning a red shirt on Tavoris Jones if he's your fourth back? Or do you just go with Cody Schrader, or Michael Cox, or even Taj Butts, you know, and, and preserve the red shirt? Now, if if Jones is up there where he's your second guy, your third guy. I think clearly you're playing him. Um, but I think you use the first handful of games to get Jones to that four game threshold. And then you make a decision. Hey, is this guy going to help us enough that we play him this year? And and I generally think red shirts are overrated, but you know, uh, you don't play a guy in six games just to play him if he's only going to get 25 carries on the season. But I think definitely Tavoris Jones is a guy that he could see playing time, but I don't think that decision's probably been made at this point. Uh, has Brayshawn been evaluated yet by rivals? Yeah, I put in a request last Friday. Hey, can we get this guy a ranking? I would anticipate it's done pretty soon. Um, but, you know, if it's, if it's not done in the next day or two, I will uh, – re-up that request with uh, the people who do such things, which is not me. Prediction on how many high school kids they sign this cycle. It, it's really hard to tell because, A, you don't know how many kids are coming back with their COVID year next year. That that COVID year is going to be a factor all the way until 2026. Uh, I mean, that's just the way the NCAA set things up in 2020. So it's hard to know there. It's hard to know what the transfer portal is going to look like now. Certainly, you don't want to see Missouri taking 12 transfers again this year like they have the last couple of years. That's too many. You've plugged holes the last couple of years. You've got these recruiting classes coming in that should be filling into playing time. If Missouri's out and has to take 12 transfers again this year, I think it means they've misevaluated somewhere or just, just haven't done a good job somewhere along the line. So high school kids, my guess would be between 15 and 20 overall. Um you know, I know that's kind of a wide range, uh, but it, it just depends on multiple things. I'd, I'd be very surprised if it's over 20, but but I'd be pretty surprised if it's under 15, too. It could be under 15. I think under 15 is more likely than over 20, um, but, but somewhere in that range. Uh, Aiden wants to know, how much does Drinkwitz use the tight ends this year? It's a great question because, guys, I mean, that position, I don't know what to think of it. Um, 
you know, they they lost Daniel Parker to transfer. Um, they lost Messiah Swenson to transfer. And then they lost Nico Hay to medical retirement. They lost their top three guys. Uh, Ryan Horstcamp, I can't remember if he caught a pass in the bowl game. If he did, there wasn't much there, right? Um, Quebec Chepiator played in the bowl game, but he, he's a walk-on. Uh, Tyler Stevens transferred in from Buffalo. Gavin McKay redshirted last year. Max Weisner, true freshman. I just don't know what they have there. I don't know if they have a guy that can can go out and catch passes, you know, and, and can be – I mean, don't get me wrong. He can catch passes. But do they have a guy who's a threat in the passing game? I, I really have no idea. Um, and he likes his wide receivers. You know, I, I, I think tight end will – you're not going to see an Agnew Kaufman Rucker type year by any means. Um, you know, but it's a huge position for an offense, uh, you know, just to have that guy that – that you know can get you six on third and five a lot of times. Um, I think I think elite offenses, a lot of times the biggest difference outside of quarterback is do you have a tight end that's a threat or not? Right now, it, you know, Missouri might, but but we just have no proof of it. We haven't seen it yet. So tight end is is an interesting position for Missouri in the fact that it's just a complete blank slate. I mean, at the beginning of camp, I was talking to Eric Link, who's the tight ends coach. I said, I don't know enough about the tight ends to ask an intelligent question. So just tell me about the position, you know, and we're really in the same spot because we just haven't learned anything yet. So I think the passing game is, is mostly going to go through the wide receivers and the running backs this year. Now, I don't think anybody's going to catch 50 balls like Tyler Beatty did a couple years ago at running back, but I do think the running backs are, are part of the passing game. Um, tight ends, I, I just don't really see anybody on the roster who's a threat right now in in that part of, uh, of things. So... Um, I don't really have a time frame set for this, guys. If you if you've got questions and you you've got things you want to talk about, we'll certainly hang around and and answer them for a little bit. Um, but you know, like I said, just kind of getting just getting this going a little bit, getting everybody used to the format for a couple weeks before um before we get into kind of the the heavy stuff where camp's going to be over the season's coming up Gerard Hamilton our new writer will will be on board and so not Gerard starts with us next week we probably won't do a show next week but then the following week we're going to start regular um probably planning to do the football shows on Thursdays um Thursday afternoons maybe uh we'll see we don't have the the schedule set but we'll we'll set a time in a day and do it at the same time every week we'll do recruiting shows on Tuesday again that'll with uh Sean Williams those will start in a couple of weeks but just kind of want to jump on here and and make sure uh you know we're we're talking to you guys and and I'm getting used to running things here and you guys are getting used to the format and all that also want to call your attention to and it's posted on the front page of our site but we've also tweeted it out I'm doing a show kind of like this with KC Sports Network this year with Tucker Franklin and Maggie Johnson. It's called Mizzou That Too. Uh, you can find it on KC Sports Network's YouTube channel. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We tweeted out links, posted links to that. Um, so a lot of times I might say the same things on there that I'm going to say on here and vice versa, but whatever. If you just can't get enough of seeing me talk on YouTube, there's a, another place you can do it. Um, Zach wants to know, how close to the season does the depth chart have to be released? And so let's be clear. First of all, it never has to be released. Drinkwitz never has to actually give us a piece of paper that shows the depth chart. Now he has in the past. He probably will. I'm guessing it will be the week of the Louisiana Tech game. We don't know yet 
whether Missouri, I think Missouri's media will be done. I, I don't know if they'll do it on Monday or Tuesday this year. It seems to, to switch quite a bit. I think in the, the past couple of years, it's been on Tuesdays, but week one will probably be on Saturday or Sunday because obviously they're playing Thursday. So that's going to be a little bit different um, in, in week one. I would imagine when we get to media day that week, that's when we get an actual piece of paper with the depth chart. I also imagine that piece of paper is going to mean absolutely nothing. Like the one he gave us last year, I think it had 15 positions with an or listed and it never changed all season long. And it's not going to change all season long. The one we get on August 27th or whatever is going to be the one that that they give every week. It's never going to change. It's not meaningful. It doesn't really. I mean, it gives you kind of a general idea. Now, the interesting part will be quarterback because, uh, you know, and we're going to talk to Eli tomorrow. And one of the questions I'm going to ask him, he said by the end of this week, he thought he would have he would know who his quarterback was. And so the question then is going to be, OK, who's your quarterback? He probably won't tell us. But he also indicated on the radio a couple weeks ago that it wasn't going to be a thing where they were going to like keep it secret until game time. At some point, they will tell everybody who their starting quarterback is. Uh, we don't know when, and we don't know when they'll make that decision. But the days of the actual paper depth chart meaning anything, I mean, they haven't meant anything since well before uh, Eli got here. <laughs> All right, Pocket Watch wants it to be the half banner show. I, I like that. Um, maybe we maybe we can just do like half banner full show. You know, we could we could play off that. Um, but who knows? Maybe I can get Mitch to to mail back the other half of my banner at some point. You know, I doubt he's spending his uh, his post power Mizzou time watching this show. But if so, you know, uh, Mitch, maybe I could get the other half of that banner and tape it up and see if it see if it lines up and, and nobody can tell there's a huge crease or a bunch of duct tape down the middle. Just kidding. Don't really want to do that. Um, so, uh, but I don't know. We'll have a name. We we will also have a sponsor, and I want to make sure. Uh, to call your attention once that starts that there you see running across the, the bottom of the screen and we'll have some artwork and, and some more specific information for you. But James Carlton Insurance out of St. Louis is going to be our sponsor for the weekly recruiting and weekly football shows this year. We're also working hopefully on bringing back the, the midweek show. Um, we're, we're working with some people on on maybe uh, redoing that. So we come up with three shows a week. Um, but James Carlton with State Farm Insurance, you can find him carltoninsurance.net. You can Call him at 314-961-4800. I'll leave that up to, to scroll over a couple other times. Everybody needs insurance. I think it's a law. Um, so if you need insurance, you know, we encourage you to uh, to go with a Mizzou fan, a Power Mizzou subscriber, and uh, somebody who's, who's trying to do things uh, for you guys. We will also have a couple promotions and a couple things that James is doing once our real shows start. And again, that will be in two weeks. So today is what, August 9th, I think. Uh, so two weeks from today, we'll start with a recruiting show It'll be August 23rd. That week is, is when we're going to start doing our regular Tuesday and Thursday shows. But again, this is just kind of, uh, just kind of catch up, um, midweek. Hey, what's up guys. You know, again, I had a story on the linebackers this morning. Uh, yesterday, I think the, the camp story, or maybe it was two days ago was on Jaden Jernigan and, and kind of the new look, uh, defensive line Missouri has, I've requested to talk to some running backs tomorrow, so hopefully Thursday morning we'll we'll have a little running back story, and then you know maybe we'll start to uh, start to get some information on uh, 
quarterback and depth chart and freshmen who might play and things like that going into the last week of camp. So short show today, um, which I expected, um, you know, but again, just want to kind of catch up and say, Hey, and uh, give those of you who maybe aren't reading everything we do a little bit of, uh, of information. Kyle is asking, do we know who drink teased with his commitment tweet a few days ago? Yeah. Um, we talked about that a little bit earlier and uh, we posted this on our message board on Friday. Look, we don't, we're never going to upstage a kid's commitment. Um, you know, they, they announce when they want to announce and, and that's how it has to be handled in covering recruiting these days. Um, I can put a couple of dots in front of you and then you can choose to connect or not connect to them. Drinkwitz tweeted out that there was going to be a commitment or there had been a commitment on Friday night. Uh, Brayshawn Littlejohn is a linebacker from South Carolina who had visited about two weeks ago. He tweeted out yesterday that he is going to be making a commitment somewhere on Saturday. Again, if those are dots you would like to connect, you know, you can see if you think they connect, if they're dots you would like to not connect, that's fine. Um, Miles McVeigh is announcing on Thursday, I believe. I, we have said for a while, we don't think that is trending toward Missouri. We think that's going to be Alabama, maybe Michigan State if something goes on where maybe he's not a take at Alabama, but Alabama is what we're expecting, what I have put in as a future cast for Miles McVeigh later this week. So uh, stay tuned there. Talked a little bit about JoJo Hayden. We know Logan Reichert could kind of announce it any time, it seems like. Um, you know, he's, he's talked about early September, but said it could be sooner. So uh, we could be coming up on that. Uh, plenty of basketball recruiting stuff we've had on the site. And, uh, we'll just continue to uh, go through camp and, and keep you guys up to date. Uh, again, we'll, we'll double our output next week when Gerard Hamilton starts with us. You guys can can meet him uh, on the site next week and then then certainly on the shows starting in a couple weeks. But appreciate everybody uh, hanging out. Again, quick show. Just uh, say hi, update you on everything, and uh, – you know, show off the half banner, all that, tell a good story. So appreciate you guys being here. And um, like I said, next week, if there's breaking news, hey, we may do this again. Uh, but otherwise, two weeks from now, we will start the two, maybe three shows a week and catch you up on recruiting and on the football team and all that. So uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.